hello there. You are listening to Jelly and Bean, and this is a show where we talk about all manner of geek topics, tech, movies, TV shows, games, and more. It's hosted by none other than Brandon Maines, an unlikely hero from the distant lands of the United States, and myself, Jelly, a.k.a. Daniel Farrelly, an Apple fanboy with a heart of gold. Today is Friday, the 14th of June, 2013, and this, this right here, is episode 29. Hello, Bean. Hello, Jelly. I literally just arrived home from seeing uh, Joss Sweden's new Much Ado About Nothing, um, the film Which- that he made, like, halfway through uh, doing Avengers 2. Avengers, just Avengers, not Avengers 2, just Avengers. <laughs> um... Yeah, it's a lot of just you know Joss people. You know the you know the people that you see in all all the Joss TV shows and movies. The the ones that he kind of keeps close to him and puts in everything. Right. Mm. Well, well, how was it? Uh, you can give the quick jelly rating out of ten jellies. Ooh, quick, quick jelly rating out of ten jellies. I'd give it about an an eight. And that's saying something because I'm not really a Shakespeare guy. Like I I really don't. I I spent uh I spent about as much time in uh when I was when I was studying watching and 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 dissecting um Hamlet as anybody possibly could and so that kind of gave me a little bit of a hatred of all things Shakespeare. But uh people who are smarter than me I'm going to go with Ryan North um and T-Rex. Uh they they T-Rex is not some rapper, just side note. If you don't know who I'm talking about, uh, then you should all go to quants.com and or dinosaurcomics.com and you will meet T-Rex and find that he's a wonderful dinosaur. Uh, However, I want to point out, if we do become a, a rapping duo, I think T- <laughs> T-Rex would be a great name. So, I, T-Rex just, is probably a good name for a rapper. But we're, just, we're, we're reserving that now, just in case. Yeah, None of you can take it. It's mine. And beans. Mm. Uh, yeah, so I'm, you know, they, uh, Ryan North writes a lot of uh, Shakespearean type, uh, uh, not Shakespearean stuff, but, you know, he writes about Shakespeare a lot in, in his in his comics and stuff like that. Uh, he's just recently started putting out a book uh, called uh, To Be or Not To Be, which is a choose your own adventure version of Hamlet, which I think we talked about. I think we did episode. when we were talking about Kickstarter things. Yeah. Uh, so, which I am also, uh, I, I backed that project and there is a book coming shortly, uh, despite the fact that it was Shakespeare. So, um, but yeah, eight, eight. And it had Nathan Fillion in it. He was hilarious. Uh, of course, because he was, it's Nathan. He was excellent. Um, and I quite liked Frank, Frank Rantz uh, as well. And... Uh, yeah, you know the re- the rest of them are just all. Uh, it, it was it was very well done. It was very well done. But that being said, you know, let's uh, let's we've got a lot on today, like a lot. It's ridiculous. Well, you know, what I, I think it is, is. We have a very large amount of notes for today, but I don't know if it's really going to go as long as it looks. Well, but a lot has happened. Let's put it that way. Yeah, a lot of a lot has happened. Uh, f- for those who haven't, uh, who can't see our notes, because uh, look, we don't we don't publish the notes that we use uh, during recording because a lot of them are just dot points, and uh, a lot of mine are mostly just ridiculous uh, sentences that make no sense. <laughs> uh, th- there is like probably there is more than we've ever used before, ever. This is this is literally yeah. the most notes, and it's probably like two or three times as long as our usual notes are. Well, we so should probably just get into it instead of talking about the length of the notes. Then that's that's probably a good idea because we're going to run out of wait, time. Wait, the first point in the notes was talk about the length of the notes. So good. Oh right, so we oh, good. We, we crossed one off. Uh, so let's move on to follow up. I think. Because, uh, I mean, we have a lot of talks to talk about, and I'm probably going to regret talking about the follow-up because we're going to run out of time to talk about some of the other stuff. But given that some of the, some of the stuff that's later on, I can see Star Wars written down there. I'm <laughs> not too sad about that. So, uh, there was an article in Screen Rant, uh, I think, this week. I, I saw it today. So, like, today. Uh, 
to say that the uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, which we've been talking about on and off, uh, is basically it's looking like it's not going to be part of the the Phase Two. Okay. Um, which is which is kind of strange. Uh, so let me explain that. Originally, what was uh, the way that it kind of came around was that we, we, you know, the first few movies led up to the Avengers, and so it was assumed that the, the next few movies were going to lead up to and kind of coalesce, I guess, into Avengers Two. Uh, and Gu- Guardians of the Galaxy always kind of stood out as being a bit uh, of an awkward fit, and not re- they weren't, we weren't really ever sure about how that was going to work. Uh, and so, I mean, part of that was that uh, Thanos, the guy, the, the the big baddie that was revealed at the end of uh, of Avengers Two. Have, why do I keep saying Avengers Two? Because you want it. To be I, I want it so bad. Uh, so the Thanos was revealed in the post credit sequence, in the first post credit sequence uh, of Avengers. Uh, sorry if that was a spoiler for anybody, uh, but like you should have been watching Avengers by now. Uh, so get over it. Um, and uh, he he has been confirmed that he's going to be appearing in Guardians of the Galaxy and also Avengers 2, but it looks like things have changed and that they're actually saving him for Phase 3. And so that means that Guardians of the, Guardians of the Galaxy is probably setting up for uh, Phase 3. Okay. Mm. So it looks like we've got lots of Marvel stuff ahead. Yeah, well, I guess that makes sense as well because uh, Thanos isn't like a small-time thing, so I, I guess it would be kind of weird if they kind of set him up to be Phase Two and what do you do after that? Yeah. Um. So yeah, I guess it makes sense that he's kind of like the the final boss battle, so to speak. I know that they did. Uh, they did Galactus in um in the the second Fantastic yeah. Four movie. Yes. I really want them to do him again. Like properly this time around, right? But wait for wait for it. There's a game that I played. I can't remember the exact title of it, but it was a Marvel game, uh, and it was like all the different superheroes, and it had Galactus in it. Uh, and you had to the 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 he was well, like a boss level, and you had to feed him by basically shooting uh, giant ice creams and pizzas <laughs> and stuff at him. Uh, the best thing was he was voiced by George Takei. <laughs> it was the best. Oh, that game. I, I, I can't remember what the game is called, but I'm going to look it up because uh, I've got it. I've got it out of my in my collection still, and I'll put it in the show notes. Because oh my gosh, if you were going to play any game for any reason, listening to George Takei play Galactus is that's it's you know that's really the epitome of it well we we can only hope that uh they use that as inspiration for phase two yes joss whedon listen to me right now galactus george decay make it happen and, and ice cream and ice cream it'll, giant it'll ice be, creams it'll, it'll be the the, the sharma of uh of uh, avengers 2 yes so uh, you know, that's a little bit of a side note, really, uh, because today is mostly a tech thing. Because uh, for those who don't know, uh, WWDC, which is Apple's Worldwide Developers Conference, uh, is this week. And this week, uh, so this is usually the time when the big keynote of the year is used to, uh, you know, announce big new things. Uh, mostly, mostly developer-related. Uh, although, until fairly recently, they've used it to announce the new iPhones, uh, which got moved. So they announced them in like October now, when they used to announce iPods. Um, but this year they had huge stuff, huge stuff. Um, so there was obviously a new, uh, there was a new version of iOS seven. Of iOS, it is version seven. Right. Um, the, it, it, that was announced uh, on Monday. A new version of OS ten was also announced called Mavericks. Uh, that's, that's not an animal. 
It's supposed to be cats. I'll, I will explain that to you when we get to it first. I'm just kind of covering off what I'm going well, to be talking you better, about for a while. I am, I am yeah. waiting in <laughs> yeah. anticipation waiting right in now to find out what your explanation is. So, uh, and, and there's a new Mac Pro, which has been announced as well. There's a few other things that were kind of announced in between that, but those are the main, uh, the, those were the main three things that I kind of took away from it. Um, and there's, and then a lot of that comes off it. So really like, Look, let's talk about uh, let's talk about the thing that everybody really cared about uh, for this particular keynote, which was iOS seven, uh, and it's been like there's been lots of rumors about what's what's been happening with it, and there's been like oh it's going to be you know flat interface and stuff like that, and it's now out and it has had a complete UI overhaul. Did you see? Have you seen any of it at all? I, I have. And what what are your thoughts just having seen it? I think it looks nice. Um, it, it it actually, you're not going to like it when I say this, but it, it reminds me a bit of what I liked about like the Windows phones. <laughs> Fair enough. Well, because, because like I I like the the UI of Windows, like the, the very you know like the flat the, um you know I guess not like colors everywhere, like, you know, so kind of um, muted, I guess, colors. Yeah, okay. Um, you know, just like I, almost simple in a way. Mm. But it, so, so it makes the content stand out. But uh, yeah, that, 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 at least that's what I've noticed from, from what I've seen. All right. I've been using it for the last few days and I, uh, I, was, I was concerned because just prior to, uh, just prior to the, the keynote, I saw an article that was basically a leak of what it was going to look like. And, uh, and I was not particularly convinced that it was going to look any good, um, especially the, the icons on the home screen, which if you haven't seen, you can go to the website. I'll put the website for this in the show notes. Um, and uh, I'm still not convinced about the icons. The icons to me are... A, kind of crazy uh, and there's lots of reasons as to why that's why that's been uh, I'm not going to really go into a whole lot of stuff about it because I mean it's, it's a beta it's it's a it's still in beta and this is not necessarily going to be what we're going to end up getting uh, you know when when it's released to the public uh, so things could change because that's the nature of betas um, but as a general rule it's it's you know it's a good starting point, and at this point, it's you know they've they've basically started again. They've they've taken a step back and re-evaluated what's important uh, for a mobile operating system, and I think they've okay. come up with some good stuff. I think it it requires a lot of polish, but so does anything when you you know when you first put it out there it requires polish. Just because you know just because they're Apple doesn't mean they make perfect things you know straight out the door. It's it's not how it works. Well, we'll have to remember that uh, next time something comes up, and I'll, I'll play that quote for you. <laughs> right, good. So let, let, I'm just going to cover off a few things that they talked about, especially uh, con- like alongside of iOS. So what, some of the new stuff that it has is something called Control Center. Uh, now, this is something that I think has kind of existed in part on Android before. Uh, so you swipe up from the bottom of the phone, like from the like right from the bottom, and you get a little little kind of panel of uh, shortcuts, I guess. So there's things like you know turning it onto uh, airplane mode and turning your know, Wi-Fi and Bluetooth off and stuff like that. Uh, you have a button for turning on like the flashlight, so you can turn the flash and have it be a flashlight straight from there. Um, you can go into straight into like your alarms and your um, calculator if if you you know suddenly it's like hang on let me just calculate that for you uh and uh so you know it's got a few different things uh airdrop is one of them so uh airdrop is actually another new feature in ios 7 so uh os 10 has had this for a while it's a little feature where you can basically open it up in finder and you can basically you can drop files into it and um send them to another computer that's on the same Wi-Fi as you. Okay. Uh, so, you know, it's particularly useful because I can open it up, Mel opens it up, and I drag a file, like a little photo that I wanted to share with her and onto her computer, and it basically just gets sent straight to her. It's kind of like, you know, when you share, when you send a file um, while you're having a, a, a chat on, like, instant messages and stuff? Right. Basically like that without the instant message component, which is kind <laughs> of cool. Okay. Uh, so, iOS 7 
uh, brings AirDrop to iPhones now. So that means that we'll be able to send things like photos and stuff to and from our phones really, really easily, which is nice. That's neat. Hmm. Uh, it's had a lot of uh, in- improvements with multitasking as well. So that's uh, both on the developer side, which I won't really go into because it's very, very technical and stuff. Uh, but basically, a lot of apps can do a lot more multitasking stuff and it's in- been improved so that it doesn't, uh, you know, so that it uses even less of your uh, resources, I guess. Uh, but it allows things like... Um, background app updates to happen so you can you know leave your phone overnight and you wake up in the morning and several of your apps have been updated for you uh, without you having had to do anything okay um and it also means that apps can update themselves so if you have like an app that pulls data from a a server somewhere uh, let's say that you have a podcast app and you have you have a subscription to a podcast that's really amazing and features two hosts that are really good looking. Um, it might be called Belly and Jean. That sounds mm. like a great name for a podcast. Yeah, it sounds it sounds really good. Uh, and so what 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 this allows is that you know while you're asleep while you haven't got your phone doing anything or when you go into like you know get particularly good reception or if you walk into a wi-fi zone it'll go oh i can i can do something now and it'll download uh, that content for you so that all you need to do is basically open up your phone it's there you don't have to wait for it it's already been downloaded for you okay uh so there's you know this so there's a lot of improvements in multitasking uh, one of the main things that I'm really excited about is something that's called MFI Gamepad Support. Uh, MFI stands for Made for iPhone. Um, you've probably seen uh, you've probably seen that sort of stuff before. Um, you, you get docs and stuff that are made for iPhone. It's a it's like an actual uh, label that they can get and you know basic it's you know they can say okay this is made for iphone so they have to go like through certification yeah it's like a certification thing it's like that made for windows thing that they that microsoft has uh but it's awesome because it means that there is now going to be uh gamepad support directly in the operating system so it means that you could have uh that a lot of companies can produce gamepad you know stuff for the iphone which they don't have to you know have specific support for it and games have to specifically support different you know all the different gamepads they can just they can just support the the system one and basically anything that uses that system api can you know any gamepad that supports that can be used with that game which That's is cool. great because it means that there's going to be games where there's going to be gamepad support. It means that there's going to be more gamepads that are going to be easier to get. And it means that gaming on the iPhone is going to be amazing. Well, you know, it, it just means that hopefully one day Nintendo will release all the old uh, Game Boy games as yeah. emulators. Yeah. Well, and, <laughs> and, and you can buy you can buy like a Game Boy skin that, you know, that... um. You know, has the gamepad as attached to it. You just plug it in. It looks like you're playing it on, on an old Game Boy. Yeah, that's my dream. That's my dream as well. But I don't think it's going to happen. Sad, sad. Um, but gamepad. Oh man, gamepad support. So that was uh, they. They actually did demo a game uh, during the keynote, which was really really cool. Um, or maybe it was after the. It was in the study. I can't remember anyway. Uh, they demoed a game uh, from a game company whose name I've forgotten as well. Uh, it was it was like a little... Um, it was kind of like a third-person or more of an RPG-style uh, version of something like a Tom Clancy game where you like, you've got, like, army troops and sniper rifles and stuff, and so you kind of move them forward, and so you could use the... You could use the the gamepad to control various things. So you could have like calling air support and have this chopper come in. You could, you know, control it with the gamepad. Um, or you can control your troops with the gamepad as well by using the buttons to, you know, do, get them to do various different things like, you know, go to cover and stuff like that. But then you could go, you could take your finger and just kind of drag a path for what, for, you know, one guy to, to go and he would go and he would follow that path to, you know, to go into cover or whatever way. So you could kind of direct them all in different directions. 
So it's going to be there's lots of cool things that are coming and it's awesome <laughs> and I'm very excited. That, that if anything came out of iOS 7, that is one of the things that I am the most excited about. It is going to be great. It's going to be great, you guys. So great. Activation lock is also something that they announced and it's kind of cool. Uh, so in the previous version, they uh, they announced something called a Find My iPhone, which was basically a service that... Uh, you turn it on on your phone, and if you lose your phone or if it gets stolen, uh, let's say it gets stolen, and you want to find it, uh, you go online, to, you can find it and point, pinpoint it on a map, uh, and then you can do things like uh, send a message to say, give me my phone back, you dirty scoundrel, or uh, you can do things like shut, like lock it and stuff like that. Activation lock is kind of an addition to that. Uh, so instead of just locking it, uh, like locking the phone and they could still like, whoever stole your phone could still like wipe it and, you know, basically clear it off and, and then, you know, continue using it and all of a sudden all your details are gone. Uh, so activation locks actually stops them from being able to do that. Uh, because when they try to activate the phone again, uh, they need to use the, um, the Apple ID that's already been that the phone's already been activated with and so that means that you they they can't you know they can't do it uh which means that you can you know you don't lose it the phone isn't gone just because they you know stole it and wiped it and you know and therefore you can't see it on find my iphone anymore Hmm. all right so a bit a bit more security in case you yeah have misplaced it yeah so that's kind of nice so, I mean, there's lots of stuff coming with iOS 7. So, if you guys have uh, iPhones, and you all should, damn it, uh, then you're looking like you, you – I think you're looking forward to something that is going to be good. Uh, it may not be good immediately, um, and there's going to be a lot of press, and there already is a lot of press about why it's bad and stuff like that. Uh, I think it's a very good start, and it's – but it is, it is that. It's a start. It's got a lot of polish to go. I mean, it's only a beta, so that's, you know, that's why it's, you know, they're still polishing it, so that's perfectly okay. Uh, we should see that by the end of this process, it's, it's you know, much more polished than what it is. It's a much better better product than what it is um, currently. But I think it'll be good. I have much hope, much hope for that. Does it have a release date yet for the, I guess, final version? I think uh, they're talking about fall, which is kind of one of those things where, you know, three months is a very, you know, wide kind of window. Uh, and it's obviously fall in the US. Yeah, yeah. For, so so it's going to be spring here. Spring here, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but it fall usually means around November because when they say fall, they mean like really late fall. Uh, so I wouldn't be. I would. I would probably expect it around the same time as the iPhone. Uh, the next iPhone comes out, which will probably be like around the October, November kind of area. Uh, so that's why I kind of think that. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so the other thing that they announced was OS Ten Mavericks. <laughs> so they got up on stage. Uh, Craig Craig Federighi. Um, and. <laughs> Man, he's a he's a great speaker. I he was he was amazing. Um, I could listen to him all night. And I was I was up for this keynote. By the way, I was awake and going going crazy with my dinosaurs. <laughs> and uh, there is a photo on on Twitter. If you guys can find it, then more power to you. Uh, they get so- one jelly point each. What they do, they get one jelly point each, and if ten of them come together, they get full ten points, ten jellies. Yeah. Uh. So he got up on stage, and he kind of he kind of started by saying things like, "Oh, you know, we've you, you guys know that we've been using cats as our names for a very like for the names of the operating system for a very long like all the way since we started OS ten. So you know, it started with uh, it, it's, we started with with cat names, and we've continued up until now. And we had we had lion, and then we had uh, we had mountain lion. And so we thought that for this we might take a little bit of a different approach because we're running out of cats. Uh, so we thought we'd take a bit of a different approach with the lion thing. Uh, and so we've called it. OS 10 Sea Lion, and he put up a 
image of a sea lion on the screen uh, in the same style as the as the previous, like the cat images have been. Right. And uh, you know, after after getting a few laughs and stuff like that, he kind of he, he kind of went well. No, not really. We we decided that we we are going to change the naming, you know, just the thing that we've we've got going because we are running out of cats. So what we thought is that we're going to recall them. Uh, we're going to name our releases after places that inspire us, uh, places in California that inspire us. Um, you know, because they're based in California, obviously. Uh, so Mavericks is apparently a place in California where they have really good uh, surfing. And so, a lot of the okay. artwork that you see for Mavericks, if you go to the Apple website and look at the stuff for Mavericks, which again, I'm going to link to in the show notes, uh, jillianbean.co forward slash 29, because 29. Just because 29. Uh, <laughs> and so, you can, you can like, you'll see a lot of them are like oceans and waves and stuff like that. And that's why it's because, uh, because apparently surfing. Uh, but okay. in the, in, it's it's a release in the spirit of Snow Leopard, I think. So Snow Leopard was a release that was kind of lots of, a lot of fixes, a lot of uh, a lot of patches, a lot of like a lot of uh, power user stuff, and this is very much the same. So they're going to be adding a lot of power user features, which are some of them are really cool, and some of them I'm really excited for. Uh, one of the ones that I'm really excited for, which is really weird, is Finder Tabs, uh, because I have like a kind of a hacky extension that I use, which is Finder Tabs. Uh, but but this is, you know, built-in proper ones and it's gonna, not going to cause my system grief and stuff like that. Right. Uh, basically means that you can have a window, a Finder window, which for you is like Windows Explorer, right? Uh, Finder is, you know, the file, file system uh, browser. And so you can, you know, create, rather than creating windows, you can create tabs like you do with a uh, browser. Hmm. Good. Very useful. Okay. Uh, you're going to have proper dis- multi-display uh, support, so uh, you know you'll be able to use uh, spaces and stuff uh, with with multiple supply- displays. So you can you know change spaces on one display and leave them on the other. Your bars, like your menu bar and your dock and stuff like that, are going to be on all the different displays as well. Uh, if you hook up to a TV via uh, via AirPlay or whatever, again that becomes a proper like a, a proper display so you can use it to do all sorts of stuff which is kind of cool uh, they're going to have Finder is now going to have tags so you can tag your files okay um, you know cool I guess they they spent like 10 <laughs> minutes explaining it I'm like yeah cool we all know what tags are you can, you can stop now Uh um, they're going to be releasing something called iCloud Keychain, which is basically a, uh, it's like a, I don't know, do you, do you have something like uh, one password or like a like a password manager, I guess, for, yeah. for Windows? Well, I, I don't think Windows has one built in, um, but, no. I'm, but I'm sure you could, there's probably hundreds of third party ones. Right. Um, well, one password is one is one that I use at the moment, and OS ten has got like has got a keychain built in, which is a password manager. Uh, but it's only for the one computer, so you can't like it's not like you can use that and then take it to your other computer and also use it there. Uh, but now, basically, iCloud Keychain will allow you to do that. So, allow you to sync, uh, sync your passwords across your multiple devices. Uh, it can go to like another Mac. It can go to your uh, your tablet or your or your phone, as long as they're Apple devices, obviously. Obviously, uh, they're bringing iBooks to to the Mac now, so you'll be able to read your books and read your read your things that you buy that you could buy and read on your tab on your iPads and your iPhones and stuff. You'll be able to do that on your Mac now. If you feel feel so inclined. I don't okay. really don't really understand why people want to be reading books on their computer, but okay. I did that once and I I think I got a third of the way through the book before I gave up because it was just too much of a struggle to like sit there at a desk and read. Yeah, it wasn't just, like it on seems an actual weird. book. Yeah. See I can understand reading off a tablet even if it is like a you know a bright light screen same same sort of thing but at least you can kind of sit you know out on the couch and kind of be comfortable reading it and be be like yeah I'm reading a book check me out uh but that's, I that's cannot I, yeah. 
<laughs> That's how I read too. So, hey, I ladies, this man hey, reads. Ladies, I read. I read books like a boss. Uh, I have no idea why you would want to read it on your computer, but you can now. You will be able to. Uh, Maps, Apple Maps, obviously, is coming to OS X as well, uh, and it's going to be implemented in such a way that all the apps can use it. Um, I, I have to be honest. I'm kind of, I, I, I kind of, I've, I've gotten access to the new Google Maps, and I don't even know if I'm supposed, to, if I'm actually allowed to say so, uh, but I have. I've gotten access to Google Maps, the new one that they're working on, which has got all the fancy stuff, and it's fancy. It's very nice. Very <laughs> nice. I actually much prefer it to Apple Maps, which is kind of kind of sad. But there it is. Well, mostly because the mostly because they, their three D actually supports Canberra, which is which uh, which Apple's doesn't at this stage. Uh, even yep. though it does look like every time I pl- every time I open Google Maps now, though, I feel like I'm playing The Sims because that's because it looks like like Sim City or something. It's it's the the three D is just like that. Mm. Well, I was going to say also uh, one of the reasons why Google Maps is better is because they've been doing it a lot longer. Yeah, it's true. It's true. And Apple Maps is improving. You'll notice that you haven't seen a lot of, you know, look how bad Apple Maps is, guys, uh, articles around the internet because, you know, because their data is getting very good. Uh, they've updated the calendar app, which there's not a whole lot to it. It's kind of improved, I guess, but they did remove the leather from it. Actually, that's what they've, they've done a lot of that. Like iOS 7 has got like zero, uh, you know, skeuomorphism. Uh, and so is OS 10 now. They've removed all of it. And so there's no more leather or green felt or wood or anything like that that you used to see in, uh, across iOS that iOS was really well known for. It's all flat and just kind of gradients and flat colors and transparency. OS 10 looks pretty much the same as it always has, though. Uh, And so kind of calendar is just going back to the way that it looked before they, you know, leathered it up. And, uh, yeah, kinky. Yeah, Uh, that's probably the weirdest way you could have said that. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, true. Uh, and the the big thing has been that there's been improvements under the hood. You can do things. Uh, there's like we that stuff happens like uh, something called AppNap. That's a that's crazy name, uh, but it is what it is. When you like when when you have an application open, say you've got a game open and you put something in front of it, then it kind of uh, then it goes to sleep and it kind of stops using any resources. Uh, they We've done a lot of stuff to make it kind of really awesome. Okay. Mm. Uh, now, the big kind of announcement was that they've re- introduced a new Mac Pro, and this is really cool. And if I'm going to talk about anything, this is the one, even though I've spent, like, you know, most of our time already just talking about stuff that doesn't, that, you know, software stuff. Yeah, good. Uh, all right. So, I want one. Uh, it's so much smaller. So the previous Mac Pro was this big, giant silver box, which I'm sure that everybody's seen. It was kind of a normal-sized computer. Uh, the new Mac Pro is just under 10 inches or roughly 25 centimeters high. Uh, it's about oh. six. It's a round thing, so it's like a, it's like a cylinder that sits up on end. And so it's about uh, seven inches, a little under seven inches in diameter, which is about 16.7 centimeters in diameter. So it's tiny. It's like a little tiny thing. Right. Um, I don't think... I think that's probably smaller than, like, most of the computers that I've ever owned except for laptops and uh, my Mac my Mac Mini. Uh, which is, which turns out isn't so many anymore, really. It's only, you know, you could probably stack maybe three or four of them before you actually reach the same height as the, uh, as the, as the, uh, the Mac Pro. And it's not even okay. as fast. Has, uh, dual, dual CPU, uh, no, dual GPUs as standard, so two graphics cards. Uh, it's capable of running two, up to two, uh, you know, CPUs as well. Is the best thing. It can run three 4K displays at once. <laughs> well, of course. You know, I think I think we've said multiple times 
I want to run multiple 4K TVs or screens at one time. So this is yeah, perfect. Yeah, totally. So just it's 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 could you ask for anything better? No. The answer is no. Well, I mean, uh, what if you want four 4K screens? <laughs> wow. You're at, so, I mean, you're I, I like that there's some room for improvement. <laughs> <laughs> well, I need four to be able to create like a, a giant screen so I can you exactly. know, s- stream really, really crazy movies. Uh, it's kind of the way that it's built is it's like it's a round cylinder, but most of the stuff is set around the outside. So, it's basically like a big turbine. I mean, it's not a very big turbine, but it's a turbine. Like the the air goes in at the bottom and gets like sucked up through the middle out and comes out the top. Uh, I'm kind of expecting that it will you know take off if you if you put it in the right kind of way. Mm. So it's a rocket. Well, no, it's not a rocket. It's a turbine engine. The different things, Brandon. No, no. Jeez, it's a rocket box. <laughs> This is but this could this could actually be you know it's like it's like rocket science good so it has like stuff like Thunderbolt two it's got HDMI it's got USB three Do, man I I I don't th- like you have to go and see it to the website and see if you haven't already it's it's crazy looking like you look at it and you're like is what is that. Uh, it looks crazy awesome, um, but it will probably, and they haven't released any sort of dates or any sort of, uh, you know, pricing or anything like that, but it's probably going to cost more than my, my house. So, yeah, I'm, I'm probably not going to be able to get one. It makes me sad. But you'll be able to look at it and that's what, that's what counts, right? Yeah, that's what counts. You, yeah. you know what it looks like to me? And, and they, if you go to the, the. The website, I think it's apple.com slash Mac-Pro. Um, yep. And like, you know, you, you go and you, you'll click on the little links on the side and it kind of slowly moves it around. It looks like, uh, <laughs> you're going to hate me because it's a Star Wars reference. It looks like the thing that Darth Vader sat in to like regenerate himself in, <laughs> in the original movies. <laughs> uh, yeah, good, good, good. So, what else? We, we've got maybe, I'm going to go with like less than 20 minutes left because I just can't seem to, couldn't seem to wrap up like a two-hour <laughs> keynote in, in less than the time than I, that they, they did. Uh, yeah, good. Well, I'll, I guess I'll try to be quick with my things then. <laughs> you'll, you'll, yeah. Uh, yeah. So, uh, an- another, um, uh, what do we want to call it? A conference o- o- occurred during this week and that was the entertainment or sorry, the electronic entertainment expo E3. Um, it's essentially the, really? the, the something yeah. else happened other than WDC. I know it's crazy, isn't it? Yeah. I don't know. Just, just completely <laughs> bypassed me. Well, that's why I'm here. <laughs> that's why why you're on the show. Yeah, good. Yeah. We, we all knew uh, I was just going to be like Apple the entire week. <laughs> yeah, we did. Which is why yeah, everyone skipped good. to this point of the of the Yeah, uh, they've, the they've just skipped to this point. Yeah, good. Good. They've um, just right, waited well, until they heard you talking. <laughs> well, for, for those of you who don't know, uh, E3 is essentially the... Um, I guess it's. I guess you call it a games expo. Does that sound like a? That's a good explanation of what it is. Yeah, that's pretty much what it is. Let's be honest. Yeah. So, uh, all like the, the major um, developers and publishers kind of have like a, I guess their own keynotes, and they talk about all the you know the cool stuff they're they're going to be bringing out over the next year. Um, so you know, Sony came out, Microsoft came out. Um, I think. EA had sort of its own kind of thing, as did uh, Ubisoft. And Nintendo wasn't actually, I don't think they were actually at the show, but they did kind of have, an, have their own event anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, now, I, I, I realize that, you know, the Xbox and PC are probably like the more important things, but I do want to talk about the Nintendo stuff first, just because I think it's slightly more ridiculous. Right, good. Um, Let's go. Now, but before I say that, uh, what, what I'll say is that... Um, 
Kotaku has done something really nice, and they've kind of summarized all their articles about everything that went on into you know one for each major company. Right. Uh, so I'll just I'll just end up throwing those in the show notes. So anything we talk about, you know, you'll if you want to know something about the the Microsoft one, there's a Microsoft link. Same for the PS3 and the Nintendo, or for, sorry, for the Sony or the uh, Nintendo one. So everything will be there. So you'll you'll be able to find it everything you want. Okay. So Nintendo. Sweet. I would say the most important thing that came out of that is that there's going to be a new Super Smash Brothers. I'm kind of excited about which, this because I have a Wii U, and I have yet to buy another game for it. Well, see, to me, this is great because it means now I have an excuse to come visit you, and we can play Super Smash Brothers. <laughs> yes, more Brandon visits, yay! <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, uh, I think at least for me, with all these games. A lot of things came out with Nintendo. Nothing was super exciting. I, I think they announced. Um, I, I just want to say some more. You know, you kind of like the generic games. There's there's a Mario and Luigi game. I think there's yep. a, a remaster of a Zelda game coming out, but nothing groundbreaking. So Super right. Smash Bros. is probably the most exciting thing. Uh, and and the new characters. There's going to be uh, the Villager from Animal Crossing and Mega okay. Man. Yes. Now, the most exciting, though, most exciting new character, and, you know, if you're not sitting down, now's the time to do so. Okay. And if you're wearing a hat, if you're wearing a hat, hold on to it. Yep. The, we'll, the, so the, new, the newest character will be the Wii Fit training character. What? <laughs> I, I'm not kidding. That is, that is literally one of their characters. That is great. And... <laughs> Yeah. Oh wow! Wow. Yeah. So one of the links in the show notes will, of course, have the you can you can see the the video of of, of that character in action. But but yeah, I thought that was probably the most ridiculous thing to to come out of E three. That's great. I'm I'm looking yeah. forward to playing this game now, even more so than I was before. <laughs> good. Good. Yeah, so that's, I thought that was a bit weird. <laughs> um, so yeah, so so that's that's pretty much all the exciting Nintendo news, at least for from my end. That's all um, the exciting news. That's it. There's no yeah, more exciting yeah, news. Yeah, we're done. <laughs> yeah, an hour later. Good. Yeah. Um. Uh. Yeah, and then uh, so EA kind of had their own, uh, 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 I guess, a keynote as well, and, and they said that, um. They'll be releasing a new Mirror's Edge game, uh, which is one that I never got around to playing, but I always wanted to. And like I always heard, it was one of those like you know, it's a, it's a critically acclaimed game. You know, you're kind of a lot of, yeah, I guess for, first person running. I almost want to call it. Well, it's uh, it's like parkour or something, isn't it? Yeah, kind of like that. Yeah. Um, but uh, people, anyway. were, you know, people are all super excited about that because that was you know again one of the big games that was coming out. Um, but for me, it was that they showed a not quite trailer for the next Star Wars Battlefront game. So my oh, mind. Right. I'm blown. supposed to have a. I'm supposed to have a an ex, like a, a reaction to that. Hang on, let me let me warm up again. All right, let's try that again. So they announced a new Star Wars Battlefront game. Yeah. No, I can't do it. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's how exciting for you, Brandon. That's, yeah, that's lovely. I'm, but, I'm know, so happy for you. It, obviously, they they haven't said much because, like, like I said, it was it was it was just pretty much you saw some snow, like you saw Hoth from The Empire Strikes Back, and you saw like the the foot of a, um, I'm gonna say an ATAT, and I'll if I'm wrong, I'll cry. But yeah, so giant mechanical. Well, I mean, that to that to me, that sounds like it's basically EA just kind of going, "Hey guys, guess what? We're making Star Wars games." And yeah, well, that, that is essentially can't. what they're doing. <laughs> yeah, good, good. Uh, but but uh, I, it, it's I still think it's a good thing because it's showing that hey, we we actually are going to do this. Yeah, you know, yeah. um, and and I think the only details we've we've seen about it, uh, or, or that were announced was that uh, the guys who do Battlefield will be making it. Mm-hmm. So at least it's, yeah, we it's, saw you know, that. Kind of, like I, said, I think we talked about yeah. that a few weeks ago. Mm. Yeah, I think I think we did, but I wasn't. Sure. I don't think it was ever defined about who was doing what. I think we kind of yeah, guessed. Okay. 
Um, so yeah. I guess it's a bit, a bit of confirmation. Yeah, um, so come on, come on, Brandon, tell us about the important stuff that came out of E3. I had, I had to get, I had to get through that stuff first. All right. So Xbox stuff. All right. We'll start with that. Yeah, they okay. announced prices. So the Xbox will be 500 us and 600 Australian. Okay. Uh, so a bit, a bit pricier, but if you, if you take, take into consideration that the U S price doesn't have uh tax associated with it. Uh, sure, that's so, a lot know, more tax. Yeah. That's so like, you, you, that's like 20% tax. <laughs> like it's 20% well, I mean, tax added on is what I mean. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, normally it's, it's, it's going to be 10% anyway. So even if, you know, the, the, you know, I, I guess even if they were trying to sell for 500, it, we'd really get it for 550. So it's, it's a bit more, but uh-huh. at least it's somewhat close. You know what I mean? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like it, I mean, it, let, it could let, definitely let's be a lot be, less. Let's be honest, it could be a lot worse, yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, when, when the PlayStation 3 first came out, it was like $1,000. And so, uh, let's just be glad that it's not $1,000. Good. Good. Yeah. And it's one of the things, I, I think, at least for me, I, I feel I'll stick with the, the US prices just because that's what I'm used to. 500 to me, feels like it's a little high, yeah. but not like, not extraordinarily so. Yeah. You know, it, it's one of the things that, I probably won't rush out and buy it the second it comes out, but I will eventually get it. But I might wait until it drops a tiny bit. Yeah, I'm. I'm st- like we talked about last time. I'm still kind of on the fence. I'm not really sure what I'm going to do. Yeah. Um. And ha- now we're going to explain why I'm on the fence. Yeah. So okay. So I'll, I'll kind of I'll go through. I guess all all the things that have kind of come out in in this this past week. Um. So they've said that you can share your games with ten people. Uh, you know, you mark them as family, but they, they've actually come out and said they don't—they don't care where they are, or who they are. You just have to have them on your friends list for at least thirty days. Just, just don't tell us. Yeah. So, for instance, yeah. you know, if you if you you know buy um, what will be Halo Five because they have announced they are coming out with a new Halo for the Xbox One. Yeah. Um, you know, you you you, I guess you put the disc in, it installs whatever. You play it for a bit, and then you, and then I'll go. Oh, hey, Jelly, do you want to play this? And you'll go, sure. And so I'll mark you down as you know, one of the. I guess I'll call them the, the special group. Uh, and then as long as I'm not playing it, you can be playing it with no additional yeah, charge okay. or anything like that. All right, that's okay. Yeah, cool. I can. Um, yeah, so you know, it's it's not quite the same as you know being able to do whatever you want with your with your game disc, but it means that even if you don't have a physical game disc if you just went and downloaded it from um you know you know from from their store from you know from the, the store on the console you'd still be able to share it yeah yeah good um but they have kind of confirmed at least so far that yes you do need to check you know uh be online once every 24 hours in order to play games yep um so that's kind of you know again what we expected not great but what we expected um they've said that you know your achievements and your subscriptions carry over so no one's losing anything again mm-hmm. what we expected mm-hmm. um and they've said again some of the stuff they've just kind of reiterated was was things we already knew that uh the restrictions for used games is up to the publisher not not to microsoft um and you know, of course, it's still some of that, some of the uh, the marketing speak of you know, some of this is still in the air, and we'll you know we'll get back to you with more details later. Yeah, uh, they they are getting rid of Microsoft points, so that you will actually be oh, able to buy things in real money. That's so good. I hate Microsoft points so much. They were the most pointless thing ever. <laughs> pun <laughs> not intended. Uh, they, oh, I hated them so much. Like. I just wanted to be able to buy things, but in order to buy something, I had to first go out and buy points, or I first had to go online and buy points, and then I could, once I had points, then I would was going to be able to actually buy things. But if I didn't have, like, if I didn't have my credit card handy, I couldn't do it at home, so I'd have to wait until I went out and got something with cash or whatever. Uh, yeah, oh, that, that was such a pain. I just so much, so hated them, and I was hoping that they would get rid of them, and they are, and it's excellent. Mm. Yeah, it it definitely is. <laughs> definitely is is a uh, something I think everyone since they first announced it has has been waiting for. 
Yeah. Um, but yeah, so, you know, I guess none of that is super surprising, I guess. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's all, you know, again, it's all, it's all stuff we kind of expected. Um, some, some of the new games that they announced uh, for the Xbox One, of course, Halo 5. Yep. Um, and like every console, there is going to be a racing game. Of course, uh, because because they always they always have a racing game when a new console comes out because it, it it's good for showing off graphics, and it's the easiest sort of game to produce. Yeah, uh, there'll be the Quantum Break game that we talked about. I think we mentioned it before. Uh, that yeah, was we talked about it that... when we talked about the announcement uh, a few weeks ago, and yeah. uh, it was the game. It was kind of like the crossover game where it had like a television series as well as being a game. Kind of like right. Defiance. Yeah. Um, and, you know, they, they've got a bit more trailers for things like that. They'll be re-releasing or redoing Killer Instinct. I don't know if you ever played that. I As have a, never played it, but I know like I know it. Yeah. Uh, so they're, they're kind of... So for those, for those listeners who haven't played it, it's essentially it's a fighting game. It's got... I think how would you, how would you describe it? Maybe you get... Or I think you get like weird animal forms... It, yeah. It's a strange. It's um, a very weird game. Yeah, but so they they've they'll be releasing it for free onto uh Xbox Live. Um well you, you get the first character free and then if you want to play as any other characters you have to pay, I guess, individually. Which is probably a good way to do that kind of thing for them anyway, you know. And it, I guess it's somewhat helpful for you know for us. Like if we go, Oh, I really want to play the game, but I only want to play as that one character because he's the only one I was ever any good at. You're not spending forty bucks on a game. You're spending, you know, four to buy the one guy. So, no, no, okay. no, interesting. Um, yeah, so a, bu- a bunch of other games, and um, Xbox One is getting a lot of, I guess, ex- not not exclusive DLC, but um, what do we call it? Timed exclusive DLC. Yeah, so they're exclusive they for a while, first. but eventually that will go yeah. go through to other. Other consoles, yep. Yeah, and, and again, if if you want to read any more into what the new games are, see any trailers, I'll, I'll throw links in the show notes. You can sit there when you guys have some more time and you can watch everything. Because obviously, with with an event like this, like it's you know it's a full day thing, and there's tons and tons of content that comes out. Yeah, uh, we're we're literally trying to uh, you know combine several different like keynotes that are hours long into something that is only one hour long. Uh, and failing. Yeah. <laughs> oh, one of the good things they announced, though, and, and this will be the end of the the, ex, uh, the Microsoft portion of it, is that um, at least for the next at least for the next couple of months, I don't know if it, if it's going to end, but that gold members, so the people who have have paid for gold subscriptions to Xbox Live, will get two free games a month. That's cool. Uh, right now, it's Fable Three, so obviously they're not going to be like new games. <laughs> um, I yeah, think but, next I mean, month. It, it, it provides like a reason to actually have a gold membership, right? To a lot of people who wouldn't necessarily use the features that exist right now. So, like, I've never bothered getting a gold thing because I'm not I'm not the guy that's going to be, be like sit there and play online all the time. You know, just to you know, I'm not going to play a lot, whole lot of uh, you know of shooting games or first person shooters or anything like that online because right. it's not what I play. Um, but something like this, where I get like where you get a free game, I'll I'll do that. Like I'll I'll get it so that I can play you know a f- some random ass random free game that you know that I don't have to pay anything for, even if <clears> I <throat> never play it. Play it at least I feel like I'm getting something out of it. If you know what I mean, right? Yeah. Um. And and next month in July, the games will be Halo Three and Assassin's Creed Two. See, that's awesome. Yeah. I mean, Assassin's Creed 2 is so much better than Assassin's Creed 1. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, and I mean, if you, if you think about it, if, if even if they do this for six months and, you know, even if each game's only worth, you know, even if you could go to, to EB and get it for 10 bucks, you know, two, two games a month, 10 bucks a game, that's, you know, 120 bucks worth of content and you've only paid... You know what, sixty, seventy bucks for the year subscription. Yeah, it's so much. So like, it adds a lot of uh, 
a lot of value to the to a gold membership. Now, as a segue, I want to point out that uh, the PlayStation, the I guess the PlayStation Plus accounts, those are the paid ones, they already do that, and their games are a bit newer. What you what you get, but at least it's something. <laughs> I also like the fact that you've put in the notes here. We've got PS3 as opposed to PS4. Yes, because I meant to write Sony, and I uh, just what well, I associate with Sony now. <laughs> <laughs> right. Good. Good. So. Sony portion of this, uh, they announced their prices, $400 US, $549 Australian. So instead okay, of $100... So it's slightly difference, cheaper. It, yes, but it, there is more of, an, I guess, an, an Australian tax there on it. There is a difference, yeah. There is quite um, a bit, substantial difference, but it is cheaper than uh, here in Australia than, it, than the Xbox is going to be. Yeah. Well, it's cheaper anywhere at this point. <laughs> yeah, it's really cheaper anywhere, but it's still, it's cheaper in Australia. That's 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 all I care about, really. Right. Um, yeah. So, uh, five hundred forty-nine Australian. However, I want to point out that the PlayStation Eye, which is their camera, um, it's their version peripheral. of the Connect. Yeah, that's not Real, included. Yeah. Yep. Whereas um, the one but, from but obviously, the. the Connect is included in the Xbox price because it comes with the Connect. It requires the Connect to actually work. Right. Yeah. So I was going to say, I, obviously Sony Sony hasn't pushed the Eye as much as Microsoft has pushed the Connect. So yep. they, you know, it was one of the things that they they can afford not to include it and uh, charge us less for it. Yeah. Um, Even if it is only yeah, fifty so, bucks less. Yeah. Uh, so so Sony's uh, uh, keynote was was full of digs at Microsoft. Um, you know, they mentioned things like, oh, you know, with Sony, you, you, there are no online requirements and you can give your games to any of your friends just like yeah. this. And they had a little video of, you know, guys handing their games to other people. And, you know, <laughs> that's cool. Um, anything to take a dig at Microsoft, really? Yeah, exactly. Uh, so uh, they, they definitely won a lot of, um, a lot of, a lot of hearts and minds with, with that. Uh, yeah. And they, they've also yeah, come think- out and they, they've said uh, that they, you know, the PlayStation Four won't restrict used games. See, these these are the things that like they're making really good decisions there. <laughs> I, I well, mean, it see- sounds that sounds really silly, but the very fact that we like we expected that Sony was probably going to pull the line like a, a very and do the same sort of thing that Microsoft was going to be doing because they would be under pressure from the game companies but clearly they're not um they're not going to do it whether or not like I I don't know if there is a lot of pressure from the game companies but either way they're still not doing it which means that it's like it means that they they kind of know the they know the users better than Microsoft seem to Microsoft is making a lot of bad decisions yeah, well, okay, so but there, there, I guess there is two uh, less than positive uh, news for, for the Sony side. Um, of course, you're going to say that now after I've just basically praised them. Well, I, I was attempting to say it, but you, you did jump in there with that. <laughs> well, fine. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. So continue. Okay. Tell me. Tell me what's Apolo- wrong. Apology accepted. Uh, they, they came out to say that um, for the PS4. PlayStation Plus, which again is the, their paid version, so it's their equivalent of Xbox Live Gold, is now required for online multiplayer, where it wasn't before. Previously, you could have the the normal PlayStation account, and you, you could do whatever you want, and you you know obviously getting the Plus gave you the bonuses like the games and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Look, so I, that, I can understand it, why they would do it, why they would do that. The same that that's been the case with Xbox. For a while now, anyway, hasn't it? Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. pretty much how it's. I think it's been almost the whole time with with the Xbox. Yeah, so that that's uh, that's not surprising. They've got to pay their bills somehow. Yeah. And the other thing was, they had to clarify what they said before about the uh, used their used game strategies. What what they had to clarify and, and what they had to say was that Sony wouldn't be restricting any first person titles, but it's still really the publishers can do whatever they want with theirs. Yeah. So while there may not be as um 
I guess they, they won't have a system as, as I guess as as much of integrated in into the PS4 as as the way that the Xbox One will have. The publishers could still do things like have online passes that require you to to you know if you want to get certain content you have to buy it new or you know spend extra money on top of whatever you paid to to get yeah, the online pass. Yeah, that's been the case for a while anyway. So yeah. like a lot of a lot of the downloadable content that you usually get with new games, um, when you buy the currently when you buy like the game, you don't get the downloadable content with it, like because you you already do get part like code well, no, and stuff the, that you have the, to you have to provide. The online pass is a bit different because usually it's things like you can't play the multiplayer unless you have the online pass, and that'll yeah, be another but... ten bucks unless you bought it new. Right. Which, which again, is is what some companies have done already. Yeah. But it's one of the things I, I think people are are seeing like, oh, there's no, you know, there's no built-in way to restrict it. This is the best, but it, it just means that if, if the way I say it, so say. Say every every publisher restricts it on the Xbox One. They're not going to be like, oh, well, we're not going to do anything for the PlayStation Four. They're going to find some way to restrict it. Yeah, right. They're gonna they're gonna do something of their own, really. Um, yeah. I still don't think that's necessarily as bad as as the way that uh, the Microsoft is kind of taking it. Um, most of the stuff that we've we're kind of seeing we would end up seeing on the on the Sony side. It's pretty much how it's been for a while anyway, where you buy a new game and you get downloadable content with it. But if you buy it, you know, secondhand or, or whatever, um, because the codes have already been used, you don't get that downloadable content anymore. Uh, that's That's been the case for a while, regardless of any sort of system in place to be able to do that. Um, I can't see that, you know, ever stopping. It's not going to... It doesn't really matter what you do. It's going to... That's going to continue. Um but at least it's not. At least you know PlayStation is basic. At least Sony is kind of going. You know, we're not going to do that to you guys. Like we're not going to. We're not going to uh, to you know force force this upon you. Yeah, but I think at the same time the fact that the, the Xbox will let you share the game with ten people. I, at least to me, that that gets rid of most of the issues I would have. Yeah, especially if okay. I could be like, oh, Jelly. Pay me five bucks and I'll let you play this game whenever you want. <laughs> cool. <laughs> All right, four Fair bucks. Fair enough. All right, fine. I'll I'll do it. All right, good. It's a deal. Um, we came to yeah, so like, <laughs> yeah. So like I was saying, there's a lot that came out. Um, I feel like not a lot of it was was very surprising. Um, but lots of cool game trailers. And again, I'll. I'll I'll find as many of them as I can in summary pages for them, and I'll throw those into the show notes. Because um, there's lots of cool games that are, you know, will be coming out in the next couple months that, you know, definitely worth looking forward to, and you, you don't know about them until you look for them. Right. Exactly right. Well, that's definitely all we've got time for. We've gone over time. But that's okay, because, you know, in the past and there's not really anything that anybody can do about it anymore if you guys would like to read any of the stuff that we've used uh, any of the summary articles that uh, that Bean was talking about with the E3 stuff or if you would like to check out uh, iOS 7 or iOS 10 Mavericks or anything like that um, we're going to link to all those into in the show notes in the show notes which are available as I said earlier in the episode I said it was at jellyandbean.co forward slash 29 because it's the 29th episode but also just because in 29 just because 29 it's a cool number it's, well it's not as good as 23 but you know we'll take what we get good second best number <laughs> uh, yeah okay uh, so, if you would like to send us an email and tell us to stop covering so much crap, <laughs> it's out there now. Uh, if you would like us to stop, then you can send us an email and tell us about that. Mm-hmm. All you need to do is go to jellyandbean.co forward slash contact and you fill out a little form. It's very easy. And you write in the text box saying something like, you guys are super good looking, but you talked about Xbox for way too long. I want to hear more Apple stuff. 
do that, please. Thank you. S- signed, Jelly. <laughs> I, I do send one of those each week. Uh, so, yeah, just go just go to the website. Like I said, jellyandb.co forward slash contact. Fill it out and you can make it happen. Uh, you can also talk to us on Twitter. Uh, I am at jellybeansoup and Brandon is at brandroidattack. See how I swapped it around? I normally say it the other way. And that's pretty much it. So, guys, uh, thanks for talk- thanks for letting us talk to you. Thanks for you know sitting there and listening quietly and probably yelling at us for talking about stuff for way too long. Uh, we look forward to talking to you next week, which will probably be back to a more normal episode. It'll be amazing. We'll see you then. Bye.